You're with Julian on the brown brownout. I've got one job. Um, Christina Keneally, please come and save Australia. Please, I beg you, find some way to stop being senator and take leadership of the Federal Labour Party. I'm begging you. Now, I've done a few pieces about my dissatisfaction with Anthony Albanese as leader. Said he'd be a great guy and a great prime minister, but he'll never get there. The primary reason being that he has adopted the small target tactic. Bill Shorten was a great leader undone by a united press banging on about franking credits, Scott Morrison spending hundreds of millions of dollars in marginal seats of taxpayers' money, and Clive Palmer spending $80 million to run a scare campaign in equally important seats in Queensland. Uh, And it's a disgrace that our democracy is sold so cheap, even though it was our money. Now, he's adopted the, the famed small target, which is when the incumbent government is so on the nose, Bill Shorten adopted a great policy platform, vivid, dynamic, bold, tackling franking credits, going after negative gearing. Anthony Albanese has adopted what you do when you think your opponent's dying, which is stay as small as possible and stand as close to him on the left, and he has got nowhere. Scott Morrison is dancing him around like a drunk person at a party. Ironic, (laughs) given the state of the Liberal Party's relations with um, drunk people. Um, And he knows that Anthony Albanese hasn't cut through with the public. He won't take any strong position on anything. Um, Around the start of the year, I I did a piece on how I thought, even though I wasn't a massive fan of Tanya Plibersek, I said that she should take over now and that Scott Morrison's biggest nemesis would be a strong, powerful, intelligent, articulate, measured woman who looks good, who presents well, because he would flounder, he would resort to being his natural bullying self, he wouldn't be able to help it, he wouldn't know how to attack her, whereas he will do exactly that with any guy that he comes across, especially Anthony Albanese. And then it all went to hell in a handbasket. Scott Morrison was about to announce the election and the twin shocks of the Facebook scandal where they shut the news off in Australia. Again, the Liberal Party never even got held accountable for not introducing their media bargaining code. Everyone just pretended that it happened. It was garbage. It never happened. Facebook won that fight. No one got anything. No, all of the deals were made that were made overseas with other countries that had nothing to do with Australia's media bargaining code which wasn't even put in place and the other thing was the Brittany Higgins rape scandal and I said at the time that was his end I also put a piece on uh, near Christmas saying about how Scott Morrison was on much thinner ice than everyone says he is and how he was a scandal away but I think we've seen with his vote and I'd still believe all of those things that I said but I think we've seen with Boris Trump and ScoMo's voters they vote primarily to stick it to the left they don't care how bad their performance or any scandal that trips up their leaders is but that's by the by so suddenly Anthony Albanese was presented with the perfect paradigm now I did wonder about this conspiracy theory I have Albanese started dropping policies and I thought that god what a sorry state we're in that Anthony Albanese has to drop things like franking credits like the attack on franking credits just to shore up his own leadership in opposition. He was that weak. 
I reckon he was two weeks away from being given the boot and Tanya taking over, which is what I said should have happened. But then all of these scandals involved engulfed the Liberal Party and he was given this incredibly strong position out of nowhere. And my conspiracy theory is I wondered whether he was dropping these big ticket policies because he'd made a deal with the Murdoch press. Because I noticed he was getting reasonable press from them and ScoMo was getting hammered. It is also equally likely that the Murdoch press is actually going to go ahead as they've been pummeling him uh, in the media, ScoMo, with their favoured candidate being Peter Dutton. I hope more than anything that, that they do try and promote Peter Dunn as Prime Minister. There must be a Rubicon for the Liberal voter where the public will just not vote for someone because they're so terrible. We thought that with Tony Abbott and we thought that with Scott Morrison. Um, but I think Peter Dutton, I'm not sure he can do the lying, pretending he isn't the horrible person he is thing that Scott Morrison does so well. So I wonder whether Albanese have made a bit of a pact. So it's either they're trying to weaken Scott Morrison in the Murdoch press by presenting much more uh, concrete stories on the financial crisis Australia is going through than the Sydney Morning Herald, which is shameful. And I've noticed a lot of articles where Peter Dutton's coming to the fore. So either or, either they're trying to promote, either they've made a deal that they will promote Anthony Albanese and they've just had enough of the Liberals, or they just want rid of ScoMo and want Peter Dutton in. But Anthony Albanese had this great opportunity to go after the Liberals through the most unending run of scandals in modern Australian politics, and that is saying something. And he's been, again, as silent as a mouse. He's hardly said a word. It's been a crisis every week. He's barely spoken. Kevin Rudd has spoken. I've heard him constantly. I've got a lot more respect for him now. At least he, I wouldn't mind him coming back. At least he knows the mistakes that he made. And one of them was trying to cozy up to the viper that is the Murdoch press. Uh, and the other person, uh, Bill Shorten, is, is constantly saying things that are strong. And Anthony Albanese is still nowhere to be found throughout the worst liberal crisis yet, even though each one is. But the one person I'm seeing a lot of and I, I really wish could become Labour Party, far above Tanya Plibersek, and that's including the fact that Senator Wong, Penny Wong's everyone's choice as the most capable politician in Australia, but she won't do it, apparently. And she's never looked close to. But obviously we would all choose her. But Christina Keneally, she has it all. She was the Labour leader for a year in New South Wales when they were already crashing and burning and you can't hold that against her. Labour were on the way out after a long time in government and she was thrown in as a last gasp leader when there was nothing she could have done and she was young then, 10 years, 12 years ago. She was like 30, in her 30s, she's just turned 50 now. She's got a lot more experience but she cuts through so well. There's so much that she's got going for her she looks great. She comes across so well. She doesn't, she, she's not the kind of person that has the baggage of a politician. She doesn't wear that insincerity. She comes across completely sincere in everything she says. She doesn't have any baggage that they can bash her with. She's very articulate, intelligent, so empathetic. It's so telling that she was the one that went out to Christmas Island to view that family that had been held indefinitely in detention in a 
horrible conditions just as a punitive measure by Peter Dutton. Scott Morrison wouldn't know what to do with Christina Keneally. She would run rings around him. She is the embodiment of what Australia needs, particularly in the aftermath of our incredible women problem here in politics and outside of politics. She would cut through, she cuts through the news media so well. She seems sincere. She seems heartfelt. Every time I look at Scott Morrison and I see those lying eyes and that smug, arrogant smirk, she is the polar opposite of him and he wouldn't know how to fight her. So please, for the love of God, Christina Keneally, can you find a way to lead the, Liberal, uh, the Federal Labour Party? I'm begging you. And if not, you have to get Tanya in because even given the amount of open goals that Anthony Albanese he is still not stepping up to the plate. So Tanya, but please, please, Christina Keneally, just try and get out of the Senate and take the leadership because you would win. I guarantee she would win.